0: We'll everybody. This is Frazier with the Industry Syndicate. I want to welcome you to our first edition of Meet the Syndicate, where I talk to a lot of our awesome uh, show hosts about their, whether it's their podcast or their flash briefing or their Facebook Live show or their YouTube show, but I want everyone to meet the hosts that have made this awesome collective what it is today. And my very first guest is Phil Crawford, who is the host of the number one appraiser podcast in the world, and and I will actually venture and say in the actual in, entire universe, <laughs> the number one appraiser show. And so, Phil, tell us about your show. Tell us about yourself. Just uh, we yes, want to know about you.
1: Thank you so much, man, for having me on. Thank you for having me as part of the syndicate too. I'm your first interview? Yeah. I'm like the first one? Your very first one. Oh my gosh. That, that's, that, that's absolutely awesome. No, Voice of Appraisal, www.voiceofappraisal.com. We're the number one appraisal podcast in America, in the world, in the universe. We break down the appraisal industry for everybody that's involved. We, we Our audience is appraisers and lenders and loan officers and realtors and investors and all kinds of people listening into, uh, into the show talking about the appraisal profession, the changes that are going on in it, the drama that takes place in it. It is absolutely unbelievable. The appraisal profession in the world that we live in is, um, can be quite a soap opera, and it makes for excellent, excellent podcasting, that is for sure.
0: <laughs> Definitely. So, so uh, tell us a little bit how, how you got started with, sure. uh, I mean, well, well, one, you could talk about, you know, getting started as an appraiser, but where, where did the light turn on that, like, I need to make this into a podcast? I need to make what I do into a podcast.
1: Well, I'm a third generation appraiser. So, uh-huh. dad, dad's an appraiser. We're both certified general appraisers. So, we're commercial and residential. Okay. And uh, my grandfather was an appraiser, but he also was a broker too. Very, very successful Uh, Real estate broker as well. So so I kind of grew up in a business and um, I'm a real estate investor. I flip houses, I own rental property. So it's just basically been in my DNA and my blood all my life. Okay. And then um, I also have been in the radio business for quite some time, going on about, I guess, 10 years. And in 2014, as most of you know, on your iPhone, the little iPod or the uh, podcasting app came on the iPhone in 2014. And all the people that I know in radio, because see, we're in Cincinnati, Ohio. And Cincinnati is a huge radio town with lots of different radio channels. And it's the home of WLW, of course, 1480 WDJO, where we we, uh, have our podcast recorded out of as well. Um, Big radio town. So all of the radio guys kind of moved themselves over to the podcasting world. And the podcasting world was really the Wild West at the time. So we started the Voice Appraisal podcast in 2014 for two reasons. Number one, I had my expertise as a real estate appraiser. And number two, I had the, you know, the experience on the radio and so many things were going on. There, were, there, was, so much, there was so much misinformation about the appraisal profession. There was so many, I don't want to say the word lies, but just people weren't getting the big picture as to what was going on. And they, they really, the appraisers didn't have a voice because they weren't really uh, united. We all had these little groups and these little little, um, uh, little fief or fiefdoms, if you would. And we didn't really have that one voice to come together and say, look, this is what's going on. Let's call it like it is. And that's what I wanted the appraisal podcast to be, the voice of appraisal podcast to turn into. And it has. It's turned into it. It's gotten bigger and bigger throughout the years. Um, we've kind of filtered through a lot of the propaganda that some of the appraisal, uh, some of the appraisal community has on a regular basis. And we've, um, and we've grown uh, substantially. We had a wonderful uh, conference this last uh, uh, November, wasn't it? Yeah, November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. It was called Appraiser Fest. It was a complete success. And uh, we look forward to another one sometime in the future. So um, the show's just gotten bigger and bigger as time has gone on.
0: That's awesome. And, yeah. and, so, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't uh, Cincinnati the home of WKRP? Is that?
1: Uh- WKRP. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, let me tell you something right now. This, this is hilarious. Okay, so we're at a 1480 WDJO. Um, this is Gunslinger Radio over here. This is the best radio station on the face of the planet, period. I mean, it's just we have so much fun, Kevin and I do. And, uh, but yeah, no, WKRP in Cincinnati, one of my favorite shows growing up, you know, especially as you throws the, the turkeys out of the helicopter. Uh, I was
0: just about to say, <laughs> I to say, you guys, was the turkey drop something made up for the TV show or did you guys actually? As God is my witness,
1: I swear turkeys could fly, you know, <laughs> what a great line that is. What a great line. So no, it is. It's a great city. We have a good time here and uh, lots, of, lots of different types of radio. Definitely, definitely.
0: Gotcha. So, um, you know, so you started in 2014, you know, like you said, you know, and what's funny is a lot of people don't, you know, podcasting is still kind of, uh, you know, it, it's a lot more structured now, but it's still, it's still a pretty, pretty, pretty open door for anyone to get started and, and to, to create an audience And and do I only started my podcast last year, but podcasting has been around for a while. Sure. Um, so in in 2014 you started. How were you able just because you because of your radio background were you able to just transition and was just hey this is easy or did you find that yeah. you had to grow your audience differently and do your marketing differently for the podcast people as opposed to radio?
1: Well, we before we did the podcast we did live radio. So mm-hmm. when you do live radio, it's basically 60 minutes. You've got a uh, what is it about a 14 15 minute segment at the beginning. You go to break and you got 10 minutes after that. And yeah. when you do live radio, if you want to get through your hour, all you have to do is say something, you know, controversial, your phones light up and boom, you're good to go. Okay. Yeah. You got another, you got your content. Podcasting is a little bit different, but I like podcasting because you're not, you don't have the constraints of the clock. You don't have the constraints of, of, of getting somebody on the radio or getting somebody on the air that you don't want to have. And you have to dump them or something along those lines. So it is a different world that way. Um, as far as transitioning over to podcasting, I never left radio. So if you listen to my podcast, it's more of a radio program mm-hmm. than it is a traditional podcast format that's that's developed today. So you have a little bit more flair. You got a little bit more zing mm-hmm. than you would off of uh, other podcasting formats. and That's just how I do it because to this day, we still podcast out of the, the radio station. We still broadcast out of here. And people have asked me like a hundred times, why don't you just, you know, do it from your office or, you know, have your, have, have things hooked up to your Mac or whatever. But Man, I, it's the energy. You know, I got to be here. I got to be in the studio. Kevin's got to be here. He's got to be right sitting next to me. It's just that energy that we have that really drives forward. So, going over to a podcasting world, not that big of a change. Matter of fact, it was, it was really easy. Um, as far as the audience was concerned, I got lucky. The, I mean, Jonathan Miller from New York City, he's one of the top real estate appraisers in the country. He runs Miller Samuel. He's always on Bloomberg and, and Yahoo Finance and things like that. He had a podcast. That was called the Housing Helix. And he had to stop his podcast because he was just getting busier and busier. So there was no space in the appraisal world for podcasts. There, no, nobody was out there. So, hey, I, I had a lot of things to say. A lot of people called me controversial right from the very beginning because I, I handled a lot of things that, you know, unspoken truths of the industry. We're talking about AMCs, appraisal management companies. You know about AMC? Do you deal with those guys? Was appraisal management
0: companies? We, have, we, we you know? don't.
1: We no, do. you don't. Oh, that's yeah, good.
0: I mean, we, well, that's good. Know, my good lender, we, had a, we had an appraiser panel, but not, not, we hated deal, dealing with AMCs.
1: Oh, is that right? Okay. So there you go. So yeah. I, I started saying that, and that became sort of controversial a little bit. And then, uh, of course, the AMCs, they turned into, you know, sausage. We call that sausage. Yeah. So anytime the appraisal management company comes out and says, hey, hey, this is what's going on, that's just sausage. That's just propaganda. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was very easy for me to come into the world and say, look, this is what's going on. This is the truth behind what's going on. And the audience grew immediately. So I got really lucky in the fact that my competition uh, wasn't really out there. And then a couple other podcasts came on uh, in the appraisal space. And I wish them the best of luck. They're boring. But I wish them the best of luck. I really do. <laughs> but, see, that's, but see, that's my. <laughs> <laughs> they're boring. They're, 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 they're boring I mean, and terrible. But yeah. I, I wish them. I know. I mean, there's sometimes I'm kind of like, I can't get that fit back. I mean, what? Where the hell? I can't get it back. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. Uh, but I do wish them the best. They're very nice people, and uh, and that's that competitive nature on that radio side. So radio is very, very competitive. Yep. Uh, when it comes to content, while the podcasting community tends to be a little bit more, um, you know, you know, working together and things. I like that. I really do enjoy that very much. So, but I like good content, and I like people that take it really seriously. I, I don't. Uh, I, it annoys me when a podcaster will get on and just sort of have you know, diarrhea of the mouth for 15 minutes and yeah. then claim that that's episode number 22657. It's like, dude, the other ones, they, they sucked too. You know, So, <laughs> I, I like people that really put a lot of time and energy and effort into their craft because that's what I used to get from the from the radio side. So, when you're on the radio side, remember, you, you just can't get on the air. Yeah. You got to be good. And the the program director is going to look at you and say, you know, yeah, you can pay me all the money in the world you want to or I can give you money but the bottom line is I'm not going to put you on the air. If and I think that's what uh, I really admire about the podcast that are part of the industry syndicate and the podcasters out they're taking really a serious role in it, making sure they have a really good product for their listeners. So that's where I'm at.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And And so let me ask you this, as far as, you know, from because obviously dealing with appraisers just from a mortgage level. I, I don't get into the day to day. I don't know, right? Like I just know, and of course, you know, it's like one of those thankless things to where you only hear about it when something is like undervalued or or whatever. When, yeah, you know, the appraisers are the devil, you know, you, you hear that. Sometimes it
1: happens. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, yeah. It, it happens, right? But yeah. but so, from an appraiser standpoint, when you decide you're going to do a podcast episode, what 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 is it? Just something like, hey, I'm I'm doing my whatever, and then something happens, and like I got to do an episode about that. Or, yeah. I mean, what? Where do you? Where do you get your content from? Is it just from what's happening in you, or are you looking more from an industry-wide view of like this is what's happening, and I want people to know about?
1: It? Yeah, I, I. And again, I've been so lucky. I've been so lucky because the entire. Do you edit this? Is this going to be edited? Do You edit this? Uh. Well,
0: you know, for for my my podcast, I, I actually yeah. don't edit that much unless okay. I. Okay. All
1: right. Well, then that's- that's fine. That's okay. Well, I'll, I'll just say it. The entire appraisal industry has been a gigantic shit show for, for the last like five years. Okay. And, and that, and that's awesome because it just every it seems like I'm sitting there going, okay, now what's the next episode going to be about? And all of a sudden an email comes out or something goes out on one of the blogs and it's like, boom, there it is. There's another dramatic, you know, Jerry Springer moment that we just had yeah. in this industry and it's so easy to cover it. But, um, but no, I think overall, um, the entire podcast has had an arc and we designed it that way. Kevin and I, when we sat down and developed Voice of Appraisal, we wanted to have an arc and that was we wanted to cut through all of the the nonsense and we have done that. We've cut through the nonsense, we've cut through the propaganda that you're getting from the appraisal management companies and we're starting to now branch out into other professions, into the realtor market, into the consumer market to explain to them what we do, what's what's going on behind that curtain and what drama is going on there and the drama that's taken place in the appraisal profession for the last five years has been uh, very easy to develop content. And uh, of course, Kevin and I add our own flair to it. But, um, but at the end of the day, we come in here, we're like, yep, we've always got things to talk about. Matter of fact, my desk right now, you can hear, these are, these are all the, uh, the articles that I'm even looking at here. I mean, it's just like, like for instance, here, the, the, the lawyers for the big tobacco industry are now taking the aim at the 6% realtor fee. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's been <laughs> that's big.
1: News. That's yeah. Yeah. That's massive news. Remember the whole thing with Gary Vee? Remember that? Yep. Oh, I do. Yeah, Very he's well. talking about that. I mean, that's, honestly, that's how a lot of appraisers kind of view real estate today too. I mean, appraisers are invaluable when it comes to buying homes and, and investment property because we're unemotional. We just give you the honest truth. We're like, Hey, look, you know what? You may not want to be in this transaction right now, you know, yeah. given where you are in your life. So, so yeah, there's always that drama going on. And, uh, and of course, when it comes to this show, We always keep a big eye on, of course, 10-year treasury notes. We got an inverted yield curve right now. And uh, we really look at the big macro picture behind uh, the real estate markets. And I think that really brings a lot of knowledge and discernment to my listeners and to people that uh, that tune in.
0: Gotcha. All right. So I got three questions for you before we let you go. And the first one is... You, you and you and you brought. that actually we only had two for you, but the, you
1: you actually. asked ask me them. as many as you want to. It's okay. Don't worry. I don't charge per question. You're fine. okay.
0: Perfect. Well, that's great because okay. a lot of people do. So <laughs> we'll, we'll go with we'll go with the third question. And third question is, or the first question of three is, you had mentioned about being controversial. What would you say? Because I want I want you know I want to help build your audience. So I want them to I want them to have an episode to go to. Yeah, can you tell me what your most controversial
1: episode is? Oh my gosh, most controversial! Damn, that's a lot of them, isn't it? <laughs> well, right now, right if I say it, she's going to be mad. There, there's one that's called Paratrice Lost. Okay. That, that's a that's a pretty big one there because you know I well it, <laughs> instead of Paradise Lost yeah. it's Paratrice. That that'll explain the whole the concept of sausage okay. and what happens. But but there's that and and there's been some other controversial uh, shows. For instance, there was um. There was a gentleman that had an appraisal management company uh, from Virginia. His name was Brian Coaster.
0: Okay. And,
1: oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Brian, anything with the word Coaster in the name of the title, that's where it gets a little it gets a little crazy and wild too, yeah. you know. So, but, yeah, no, it, a lot of the controversial stuff just simply comes from the fact that I say what everybody else is thinking. They just don't want to say it. <laughs> and, and then that's what usually comes out. So, yeah, there's been some pretty controversial shows. That's for sure.
0: Gotcha. All right. So, um, the, uh, the second question is, um, if you, if you want one person as a takeaway from your, like, you know, what your podcast is about, like, what would be that one, one takeaway of, you know, if I'm going to listen to this uh, appraisal podcast, I've never yes. listened to, and uh, maybe I never even listened to any industry podcast, but sure not an appraiser appraiser po- podcast. What would that be?
1: I just want everybody to know that when they listen to voice of appraisal, that they're gonna get a lot of entertainment, they're gonna get a lot of uh, of data and knowledge, but they're gonna understand what goes on on this side of the fence. And I don't mean this bad when I say this, a lot of appraisers are not um, uh, extroverts, they're, they're kind of introverted, you yeah. know. They, they're not out there putting themselves out on a regular basis and and that's okay. That's just, that's kind of the nature of, of their personalities, there's nothing wrong with that. But for, the, for people to listen to Voice of Appraisal, I want them to know, hey, this is what's going on inside of the appraisal profession, number one. Number two, it's a cool profession. I mean, we we are cool people. We may not seem like we're cool people. We're cool <laughs> people. I mean, we're fun to hang out with, you know, yeah. and you just don't see us very much because we got all this Dodd-Frank crap, so we can't talk to each other, you know. <laughs> we can't even be around an appraiser. You can't even date one, you know, yeah, like exactly. if you a loan officer, you can't date an appraiser, just forget about it, you know. Yeah. So, you can't talk to each other. And the other thing is, is that, you know, you just want to make sure that people see this side of the world. And, and, get excited about the appraisal profession and may want to join it. Yeah. You know, right now, a lot of the banks, you know this as well as I do, Fraser. I mean, a lot of the banks are trying to get rid of the appraisers in the the lending process. They have what are called PIWs. Fannie Mae created what was called a PIW. Yeah. stands for Property Inspection Waiver, also known as an appraisal waiver. We on the show call it pissing in the wind <laughs> because that's the risk assessment behind that. You're pissing in the wind. That's all right. Yeah. So, Fannie and Freddie, they're, they're coming out with all these different guidelines. And to be honest with you, they're trying to get rid of a lot of the the quote unquote traditional ways of doing appraisal. Well, you know, now we've got a bunch of consumers out there that need to be protected. Consumer protection is like the number one goal of voice of appraisal now when it comes to buying a home or when it comes to flipping a house. Look, if if you're out there and you're going to flip a house and you don't have an appraiser's opinion before you do it, especially for those of you that are novice investors, you're out of your mind. Yeah. Because because you got two choices. Let's say let's say you're married. Okay, it's you and your spouse, and you want to buy an investment piece property. You want to get into the flipping world. Okay, you have two choices. You either order the appraisal now, before you buy the flip, or you order it when you get your divorce. Because when you lose your ass and you lose all your money, then you're going to be calling me, and I'm going to be going out there. after you're done throwing. Throwing dishes at each other's head because you did, made a bad decision. You got to call the appraiser first. I and mean, we want people to understand how cool that is and maybe even get into the profession too. To be like, look, you know what? I'm an agent, but this appraisal side, maybe this is more my, my cup of tea to come on over because the appraiser profession, they, one of the big lies, one of the big sausages that you hear out there is that there's a big shortage of appraisers. That's not the case there's just a shortage of appraisers that want to work for really crappy appraisal management companies, right? Yep. So, that's why you have a hard time finding coverage. Well, we have a demographic shift in this entire profession. Uh, some appraisers are getting older, but we have a lot of millennials and the the group that's below you, which is called Generation Z, I think, mm-hmm. they're interested in getting into this profession. So, we want to make it so it's something that's exciting and interesting to really bring a new batch of appraisers into it. So, that's kind of what we do there and make it fun and exciting. And uh, so that way, when it goes by, you're like, "Man, that was a half an hour, but that just seemed like five minutes." Yeah, but yeah. And and I I like to listen that one more time. You know? <laughs> yeah. What else he's going to say? This crazy. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what it's all about. That's what, what it's all about.
0: Well, that's great. And then so that, that actually was a good segue into my last question. And that's if, if I am an appraiser and I'm like, you know what? I want to I wanna start a podcast. I want to do something. And- don't suck.
1: Just don't suck. I exactly. mean, if you're going so, to start a podcast. And,
0: and <laughs> I don't want to be, I, you know, I'm an appraiser and I don't want to do what <laughs> Phil says and be boring as hell. So I want to <laughs> actually do an appraiser appraisal podcast that people are going to listen to. What yes. is the biggest piece of advice?
1: My biggest piece of advice is, it's just, it's, look, it comes down to this. You gotta have good content. No matter what it is, I don't care how good your microphone is, I don't care how good your bumper music is, I don't care, I don't care about any of that stuff. You have to have good, solid content. So that listener, when they walk away from and this is for any podcast, but it is appraisal as well. When they walk away from it, they're like, Wow, I've learned something that was entertaining, that was knowledgeable, and now I can use that in my everyday life and I can use that in my everyday business. You know, that's the biggest thing right there. Content is everything. And you and you know that, Fraser, you know we're still in that Wild West uh, podcasting position now where a lot of people start podcasts, but it's just all about content is yeah. what it is. You have good, solid content. It's not about your pipes. If your pipes are good, great. That's terrific. You got a good voice, you know. You do sexy voiceover commercials then if do that And if you have bad content. Yeah. But content is everything and you know that as well as I do. So, my advice to anybody that wants to get in the appraisal podcast is give me a call first. Let me listen to you. Make sure you don't suck. Then, then, Make sure you have good content. That's the big thing. So, and I wish, honestly, it's terrible, isn't it? I shouldn't say that about the other appraisal podcast. Isn't it terrible? They're good guys. They really are. They're good. They're nice people. They're, They're really, it's just, I can't, Kevin's shaking his head. That's because you're in radio, Kevin. That's because you've been this competitive radio guy all your life, you know? But anyways, but go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, that that, that that's perfect. And you know that was a, a great way to end. And it's true. I mean, it, it's just like with anything. You don't want to. You don't want to be boring. You don't want to be run of the mill right. because you know what? We've had enough of that. It's time for some energy, some passion, some freaking passion in this
1: industry for doing what we're doing. Passion.
0: Yeah. So like, got
1: to uh, have passion. Yep, You're yep. right. We got to get sexy because you see, here's the problem with it. Here's the problem. banking has become sexy. Okay. And banking shouldn't be sexy. Banking should be very boring. It should be 363 banking. So somebody walks into your bank, you give them 3% on interest on a savings account. You give them 6% interest on a mortgage and you make sure you're having your first martini at three o'clock on the golf course. That's how that works. That's (laughs) 363 banking. All right. That's, that's the banking that works. We need to make our professions sexy. What you do needs to be sexy. And it is sexy because you're there to establish a good relationship with a consumer and a client for life. That's yeah. very important. The, con- the, the appraisal side is an extremely uh, sexy profession and you have to make it exciting and have that passion. Remember one thing about appraisers. This is very important. This is very, very important when it comes to stuff, Jason. Appraisers are the only person in a transaction that is not getting a commission, that yeah. is not interested in it closing. Yeah. They're the third party unbiased opinion. They're the watchdogs of the entire appraisal industry and, and, or the entire American economy, especially when it comes to the real estate market, and I really will tell you right now a lot of those pushers, a lot of the juicers that used to push the appraisal values prior to the crash they 're gone yeah they're gone so you 've got a good batch of appraisers out there now and and we take that really seriously, a lot of them do and and that 's the most important thing that 's where that passion needs to come from and we 've got so much knowledge and so much information to give out to people we just we unfortunately haven 't marketed ourselves correctly. But now, because we have www.getmytruevalue.com, that's a good group of representative appraisers out there to, to market to American consumers to make sure that they're protected in their transactions. It's so important. It's so important.
0: Absolutely. You know, you know Phil, I, I feel bad for all what? the hosts that have to come after this one.
1: It's okay. It's because
0: okay. I mean, I they're they're really going to have to bring their A game. And, they got to get
1: started.
0: you know with with the exception of Dustin, I think everyone will uh, do a pretty good job uh, of and and as you come to know me and Dustin, actually, you know, we, we take shots at each other whenever you
1: take we, shots at each other the time. Yeah,
0: whenever the, whenever the, the situation permits, we we never let one of those. Uh, oh no,
1: no, being a conference call with you guys is hilarious. <laughs> I love it. you' is just dying. Yeah, I'm but. Dying, you know?
0: But yeah, we we do have a lot of great people here. Uh, Phil, how can they connect with you, get a hold of your podcast, everything else? Tell them how they find Phil Crawford.
1: They find Phil Crawford at www.voiceofappraisal.com, voiceofappraisal.com. Our email address is info at voiceofappraisal.com. You can also see a nationwide marketing campaign for real estate appraisers, especially for those of you that are listeners at Flip Property or they want to have an appraisal done before they purchase their home, go to www.getmytruevalue.com. Getmytruevalue.com. That's a marketing campaign that VOA runs. And uh, we're very excited about that. We just launched it this year. And um, that's how we get a hold of me. I won't give you my cell phone out. I won't do that because too many people call me and it gets kind of weird. Yep. You know how that works.
0: No, you know, absolutely. It's not, it's
1: not easy. It's yep. not easy. But <laughs> listen, I, I, really, I really appreciate you um, inviting us to join a syndicate. I'm so excited about it. I'm looking forward to joining you again on your show. You, can, you come on my show anytime you want. You have an open I, invitation on my show.
0: I appreciate that. That was okay. uh, definitely, definitely a fun time. And so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was our first interview with Phil Crawford. We're
1: number one, Kevin. We're the first interview, Kevin. Number one.
0: Number one, that is just badass. This is a badass
1: appraisal (laughs) podcast right there. Go ahead, absolutely. I'm sorry, sorry, it's
0: all right. It's all right. That's 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 what I love. I I love how that (laughs) stuff flows. And you know, you heard it from him. You know, you know, Phil. As you heard on this podcast, he's the one that started the whole turkey drop in Cincinnati. He's the (laughs) genesis of that. Uh, He's he's a badass appraiser. He's doing awesome things. It's very energetic and passionate, and it's great. And it's exactly what makes the syndicate awesome. So, Phil. Thank you very much for joining me today on this special episode of the Agent Marketer Podcast.
1: God bless my friend. You take care. Me too.